Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm one of your hosts, Chad. And tonight we are here to cover Season 2, Episode 18, Episode 42, Right and Wrong. Chad, what would you think of the episode? I'm going to flip that on you and ask you what you think of the Not episode. Not allowed. I'm going to flip it right back over to you, sir, and I'm going to put okay. up a wall and that Mahito made. I put up a wall that Mahito made. Can't get through it. Yes, I can because I have the power of it's Itadori's punches. It's the one with spiky. It's the one with the spikes, though. Okay, I've got the power of Toto, and I'm boogie woogieing, swapping places with you. I thought the episode was very action packed. Um, hmm. See, it's weird. It was a good episode, but compared to the action from last episode, it was a step down. I think that's fair right. to say. Right. It was just more I it was more fun though, if that made sense. Actually, no, that's not more fun. Huh, it was okay. not more fun. I'm, I'm just playing back the episode in my head very quickly. I did not have a whole lot of fun this, this is episode. What I Mahito just looks like he's always having fun. That's Mahito's what I Mahito's having a lot of fun. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Me, myself, and I I was not having that great of a time. I mean, I was enjoying did, the experience. But did you, know you change I mean. your thoughts on anything? No. I, in fact, I doubled down on my thoughts. Really? Yes. I liked it. The way I it was done. I did not. And why is that? Well, we'll get to it. Let's do it. All right. We open with Itadori weakly stumbling through the city to the greatest hits playing through his mind. A lot of stuff in here. Anything particular stick out to you, Chadley? I just kept noticing the grandpa's words. Yeah. That was like the, the main thing I noticed. You don't die alone, or what is the exact for, uh, quote? Well, um, help he, people. There's a bunch of help people. You need people. to help people. That's his main thing is, you know, you're a strong kid, help mm-hmm. people. And, you know, he's just not really helping that. There many was some people. Chozo uh, dashed in there. Yep. Um, anyone else that stuck out to you? There I wouldn't so even, much. I wouldn't even understand the importance of those I care about anymore. Right. It was the greatest hits, like I said. And that scares me. Like I said, the greatest hits, and then we go into the OP straight from there, and afterwards, we open up on blue skies, seagulls chirping, waves crashing on the beach, and Nanami's a few buttons already unbuttoned. I think we could all use a few more undone. Uh, do you agree? Yes, I agree. Nanami, as soon as I saw this, I knew it was over. I knew it was over for him. You can't start off an episode with a guy enjoying his time on a beach right. and expect him to stay alive. Especially when they're in full business uh, attire. Full business attire. With and their eyes closed, slowly walking in the sands of a beach. And when you cut back to them, half of their body is uh, burnt to a crisp. Right. So Not a good sign. No. I think we can all agree. We see him walk, and then, so we're kind of doing a back and forth. With his eyes closed, he thinks he's walking on a beach. Or he's on that edge of life and death, but he's actually walking through the hallways of the subway. I loved this so much. The what part of it? The fact that Nanami, basically Nanami's already dead. I mean, he's not he's not going to make it much longer at all, but he cares about his the students so much mm-hmm. that just on the on the brink of death he's giving all the curse and everything he has left just to somewhat defend anything he can yeah i love it and he doesn't know where he's going but he's just going 
And I mean, that oh, is respectable. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Anytime I hate on this part of it, it has nothing to do with Nanami. I love my boy Nanami, and what a great way to go out. What a fitting way to go out for him. But, alas. Um, now, an awesome spooky scenery ordeal here. When he passes Mahito sitting in a photo booth. Oh, so creepy. And so it was like the first... I'd forg- I'll be completely honest. I have forgotten about Mahito the past, I don't know, three, four episodes. What now? It looks like Mahito is he couldn't find Itadori, so he just started taking photos in a photo booth. Is that what? Is that what? Yeah, we're he supposed started to taking photos in a photo booth, and then like he ran fell out asleep. Of, he ran out of money, and so then he was just like, "Well, this is as good of a place as any to chill hard," and that's what he was doing. Because he, was, I mean, I'm looking at it now. His legs mm-hmm. are so high up, right? That he's he has like the stretchiness of Luffy. You ever been in a photo booth? Nope. Me either. Uh, well, maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe like years and years ago when I was a kid, but I've never. If what you're asking is if I've had like the cute relationship pictures right. with a girl, no. And that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Without so many, so many direct questions, that what is what I was yeah. trying to get at, and I feel like we've missed out on that because I know that there's still. Here's the thing. No, I've seen it in all the no, Hallmark but, movies. No, but I'm getting ready to say this. You don't watch I, Hallmark. Do I'm you? getting ready to say this, and I'm I, and I mean it. Okay. Well, actually, you might have been saying something. To, you were talking about Hallmark movies. I thought you were going to be like, oh no, they're still in malls to this day. That's what I was saying. I was saying they are still in Hallmark movies to this day, and that's why we have the potential to be a forty-year-old nope. nope. white man that is down on we're his not, luck. We're not going to experience it. This is what I'm telling you, though. I'm, t- I'm ex- trying to explain it to you. Huh. I'm giving you the synopsis of a Hallmark movie. It's a 40-year-old man down on his luck, you know, kind of a country guy, sells pumpkins on the side, ends up finding this businesswoman. She goes to buy a pumpkin. She's super lonely. She's just worked on her career all of her life, doesn't have much going for her, had a few bad boyfriends She's like past. an eight and a half, by the way. Eight and a here, half. Here, here, classically beautiful, but not interesting enough to make it big time. Exactly. Yes. Starts falling for this country guy. Okay. She enters the shop, buys an item. They get chit chatting. Oh, it's that time of the year. He has an entire shop to sell pumpkins out of. Well, I'd stand like a stand. I I was thinking it seemed more like a stand situation. I don't think you have a whole shop for pumpkin. Buys a pumpkin. Ends up being like, well, well, what are you doing this weekend? And they go out on a date and then he starts saying like, well, there's no way that a, a city girl like you with all this money would ever fall for a country guy like me. That is definitely a line. But what is the month? What month is it? Uh, it's November. See, that's why this guy's not doing good. Halloween's already passed. I was going to say, because if you were trying to make me believe that this guy had time to go on a date in the middle of October when it's pumpkin slinging season, and this is like his main right. source of income, I wouldn't have believed you. I'd be like, he can't. He can't move away from the stand. This is his big month. This is his year. Yeah, it's after Tell Halloween. So, but then they end up, of course, falling for each other. There becomes a little riff raff in the in the meeting. Tension. Tension. It ends with them kissing uh, in the snow. They fall in love. There you go. Because by the end, it's December. By the end, it's December. And Christmas correct. is upon us. Mm-hmm. And the sequel is a Christmas movie. And they happen to stumble upon under a reef. Hallmark. I mean, it just happens every time. Keep doing it, guys. Keep doing it. Um, my whole point about the photo booths real quickly, 
we're never going to get to experience that. And people will be like, oh, Ronnie, they're still, it's so cool. They're still like in malls now. You don't get the photo booth experience if to start the photo booth, you use a credit card. It's got to be cash only. You think so? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I haven't done the photo booth, but I guarantee you this is an option. If there's an option where I can pay to have them like sent to my email rather than just printing out the black and white little film strip, don't want anything to do with it. I don't, I wouldn't imagine that's a thing. You don't think that malls now have an option to send them to you digitally? Nope. Hey, buddy, 2023, we're knocking on 2024. Wake up. What do you do? Sell pumpkins? Now, uh, Nanami stumbles down some stairs. They zoom in way too close to the hole in his head where his eye is supposed to be. I made know, me uncomfortable. Dude. You would think you'd see like a brain or something. You would, but it's just a never-ending black pit. Uh, he gets to the bottom of the stairs where he is facing a whole load of transfigured humans. Mm. He says, Malaysia. <laughs> That's where he wanted to go, man. He just wanted to go to a beach. He was going to retire early, leave the cute bread girl lady from the shop. Build, ho- build a home on a secluded beach. You've been talking about basically doing this. I am. I'm thinking about visiting bread shops and f- finding the love of my life selling bread to me. I'm not going to be like Nanami. Are you and still in Hallmark out. movies right now? No, that's what Nanami. Remember Nanami in season one? He he helped that that uh, beautiful lady behind the yeah. the bread counter. Didn't end up wifing her up. Right. Instead, decided to help people. Misconnection. That, yeah, that's not me. I'm Misconnection. Not going to be helping people. Uh, he's talking about. He's one of these guys who has a whole bunch of books that he's never read. That Ronnie doesn't get down with that. Read the books, people, or get rid of them. But right now, he is going to save Fushiguro, and then he wonders about Maki and Naobito. He thinks about how tired he is already. That, how interesting is that, that he just he's so out of it, he just walked away from him. I mean, they were right beside him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he thinks he's on a beach, so he's oh, trying to get back, you know? This is so, this hurts, man. He's got a long way to walk from that beach, but he's... He's just trying to protect Fushi. And sand, famously famously hard to maneuver around. But he also thinks he's already done enough. And I agree, sweet mm-hmm. prince. Please rest your head. You should have rest your head a few episodes ago. But people like Chad clawed you back from the death to... He, no, he was never dead. No, he was dead. <laughs> he you was clawed him dead. back. Wasn't a Toji situation. They, uh... I mean, we've already talked about how the animators are finishing doing the final animations 30 seconds before the episode goes live they were listening to the podcast they heard you begging for it and they go oh, great now we got to draw this <laughs> the waves come crashing in on his shoes so uncomfy don't like that imagery as he starts slicing through these transfigurees one of them hits him in the face all of this while a piano man is right off oh, the screen tickling the ivories it's Mojito playing the piano. <laughs> and this whole thing goes on for a while. I mean, he every time he slices one of these things, I go, okay, that's it. He's out of gas. And then he slices another and another. You got anything you want to say here? Uh, it's just, it just sucked, man, seeing this happen to him. It really did. Uh, 
It progresses until Mahito grabs what I thought initially was an entire handful of Nanami's abs. It's, oh. actually, it's actually just a shoulder blade, so kind of disappointing. Oh, okay. He doesn't touch his ass. N- no, not his okay. ass either. Yeah, see, Mahito could have done something a little more sinister here. He could have put his fingers in the eye socket or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. Oh, gross. I don't like I mean, that. that sounds like something he would do. I'm just I saying. I don't like the thought of that. Uh, Mahito has been here the whole time and wants to talk. At the same time, Itadori walks up to the scene. And what do you think he's thinking here? I mean, I, I guess he can see that uh, Nanami's half of his body is crisped. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's thinking anything other than, oh, Mahito just, just fucked him up. Okay. Obviously, like, that's not what happened. And if you use your brain you could figure out that's not what happened but he doesn't know that right but also mojito is just so so sick in the head so sinister the fact that he just watched all this happen like he it just he enjoys it so much that he's just watching him suffer like that and out of it Ugh. and poor nanami i mean he is just he's delusions are delusional at this point he says hi bara what was I even hoping to accomplish in the end? I ran, and yet I came back over some vague reason, like a job worth or for a job worth doing. Nanami looks up to see his old comrade. He says, "I can't. That's wrong. I can't, Taibara. I can't say mm. that. It'll just become a curse upon him." Dude, how? So that character that we barely ever saw anything of. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a little bit of him. He has impacted so many of our the characters, like Ghetto. Obviously, that was one reason Ghetto kind of... I mean, Ghetto was already spiraling down, but that just added another thing to it. Yeah. Not, not I mean, we see how much he actually cares about him here. Oh, well, Sh- I felt like we knew it even beforehand. Yeah. Shoko. I feel like she's just... It turned her into a filthy Siggy smoker. That's true. I mean, it... it Drove that- her to nicotine addiction. That kind soul This Haibara guy, wow. He wrecked them. Remain in peace. Um, okay, do you have any takes on what he's talking about here? It's all very jumbled. This is my favorite part of the episode. It's all left for the interpretation of people, I guess. So, are you talking about Nanami, what he's saying? What Nanami's saying to Haibara. He doesn't want to curse Yuji. Is what he's saying. I I don't think he doesn't want to leave strong final words to somehow curse Yuji. And I th- I I don't know if that's referencing like the grandpa what he said right before he died. Okay. Because uh, I like your wavelength, Amanya. Yeah. Although I he, mean, it is pretty poetical at the end. So I don't. But what I really like about it, do you have the exact line? I do. Okay, you you give the exact line. I do. Mahito turns around. He sees Itadori as Haibara lifts a finger and points at Yuji as well. Nanami turns around, looks at him, and says, you take it from here. And so Haibara pointing at explodes. him. Haibara pointing at him. I really like this because he's saying, why did I even, what was the point of this? Mm-hmm. Why did I keep mo- going? Why did I keep moving forward? And then Haibara points at Yuji. Like, that was the reason why. And we know that uh, Nanami like kind of came back and the way that he acted with Yuji in the beginning was so just, you know, nine to five, strictly business. But he obviously 
really liked Yuji, and I think he even compared him to Hybara. So he started protecting him, and like that was the reason he kept going. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, ultimately. But yeah, Mahito absolutely explodes him right here. Yeah, it's not looking good. What do you mean it's not looking? You think he's still alive? He could still be alive. I'm not based off of what this show does, you know. Dude, I I think if Shoko gets around to him quick enough, this entire episode completely to me washed away all of that. What do you mean? The ending flabbergasted me so much. What Mahito says that if they pull off what he actually says right there, it's completely they've completely flipped it from being oh we're not killing anybody to holy fuck they're ki- they're just going after everybody now. All right, we'll get to it. Um, Yuji yells, "What the hell are you, Mahito?" Great question, perfect one. And now this response is one of the the best responses. Also, ever. very funny line here from Mahito. <laughs> he says he yells, "You don't have to yell, Itadori. <laughs> I can hear you." God, that is the most condescending jackass thing I think I've ever seen in television. I would be so angry. Make you so mad. And it does. I mean, Itadori is raging. He charges, but Mahito makes a transfigured wall out of a person saying, save me. (laughs) I mean, Yuji is going through the ringer. And I feel like I haven't... I mean, maybe they did it earlier when Gojo was faced with all the transfigured humans i will never not be uncomfortable by the uh voice that they make when they're transfigured when it sounds like (laughs) yeah what is it it sounds like they're speaking through 47 layers of balloons or something like yes say me yes and then sometimes they just say like laundry man (laughs) yeah good one yeah good one see that's the that's really the curse of it all. You're already in a very bad... You look terrible. I need to try and envision the old you as much as possible. Don't talk to me, because if I hear you say anything to me in that voice, it's going to be even harder for me to try and Well, the good the thing is Yuji doesn't know any of these people until maybe next episode. Mahito does soul multiplicity and then body repel. He's leveling up. I mean, he's starting to do some freaky shit with these things. Yeah, a giant mouth attacks Itadori that Mahito slides out of as if he were the tongue of the mouth. He hit Itadori in the face with a blade. Now, this is the point in just that first action sequence, really, between the two of them. I paused. I took a moment. I just put in my notes. I find it very hard to summarize Mahito's scenes. He's very chaotic. Oh, he's just doing freaky shit. He's literally Sam Sullicking. He's some freaky shit going on. That was just the beginning of it. I felt like I went on an acid trip the next half of the episode. Yeah. So, are we supposed to take Mahito? He's the curse from humans. He's literally the personification of human. Mm -hmm. Is all of this stuff, he's just playing on every human's emotion. That's like his goal, right? He doesn't really have a goal. He just wants to fuck with as many people as possible. He definitely just seems like a uh, just chaos. That's his because we know like Hanami was curse of the forest. Jogo was uh, what was he again? 
Well, Come he was on. a volcano man, so I'm assuming it had something to do with that. Yeah, but it wasn't just Curse of Volcano. Maybe it was Curse of Volcano. Curse of Volcano. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, it just seems like Mahito, he's he was formed from evil ass emotions of people. Dagon, Curse of Bikini Bottom. He was, yeah. Rock bottom. More more like rock Ooh, bottom. Ooh, wow. Do you like the rock bottom episode? I mean, yeah. It kind of spooked me. It did it really? Yeah. How do you not like the vending machine where SpongeBob's constantly the going to the machine? The vending machine is great. Every yeah. time he touches the candy bar, the the bus starts revving up. Well, visually too, the uh, the road that goes mm-hmm. straight up the wall. Yep. That's not how roads work. I mean, SpongeBob Chronicles coming coming soon. soon. Mahito says, "I'll grant you a simple answer since you're such a simple guy." He is. There's a lot of this happens a lot in this episode where people just start like talking halfway through a conversation, and then they fool me because I go, "Did I miss something?" And then I go back and look, and I go, "Nope, that person just started their own conversation there." Uh, obviously, Nanami did it with Hybara. Mahito does it like three times. This is just another example. Now you said you hated the Nanami and Habara thing. Is that what you said? I just, I mean, I didn't need it. Okay. That's what it ultimately, I didn't think that they did it poorly. Like, I liked it. It was kind of what you said. I mean, you got what you wanted the last moment between Itadori and uh, Nanami. But after the last episode that I just watched where Itadori was literally clawing at the pavement, uh, Nanami already had done what we needed. You know, it just made me sad to see him half alive uh, walking so, down and then... So if they pull off the next thing, you think that's just, just overkill? What we think is going to happen at the end of this episode? Well, let's talk about it at the end of this. Okay. God, you just really want to... Well, that's what I'm curious about. I'm curious if you're like, oh, Yuji's just going through too much. I don't want him to be too upset. Is that what you're meaning? No, it's just like... So on my on my scale, right? Like, I already felt like uh, Itadori was very motivated. And I don't know, like, obviously this was a good scene. I don't know how much more motivated he is now, you know? It was all kind of the same for me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily motivating him as much as just terrorizing his soul, if if that's what we're trying to get to. I don't know. That is a good question, though. Yeah. Where they're trying to go with it. Because it could be, like you said, not motivating him at all, doing the exact opposite. I know he still fights here, but it's like, what's it going to be like when everything's finally over? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. I guess if anything, if I saw any change from me to Dory, it was like this sparked. He was more down a depressed road, uh, strolling through the city after what had happened. And then at least the Nanami situation sparked rage in him for a second. Yeah. Mojito doesn't do anything else though to mess with him. So that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, he actually does, Chad. Breaking news right here. He makes a hand puppet saying, help me. And then he stabs it. And I went, wait, did Itadori stab it? No, Mahito stabbed his own hand puppet. What was the hand puppet? It was, uh, was it? It was Junpei. (laughs) (laughs) He does the Junpei thing because he absolutely wrecks Itadori here. Of course it was Junpei. I even paused and was like, ah, is it just... (laughs) But I couldn't recognize oh. it in hand. I couldn't recognize my sweet, sweet Junpei in Dude, hand puppet form. It's that's why I don't like that Itadori is being tortured here. But the amount of shit 
that he's going through and about to go through, I don't know how he rebounds from this. That Junpei thing was the most <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> asshole thing I've ever... Mahito is so uh, irredeemable. How does Mahito even... <laughs> what a stupid... What a stupid thing to say. I mean, you're, it's a correct thing to say, but what a stupid thing to say. Mahito is totally irredeemable. <laughs> oh. Wait, have you been watching this the first season and a half going, well, wait a second. Hey, we could get this curse back on my side. I don't, I'm just saying, with every Junpei hand puppet he makes, I'm just it like, takes him a step. It step ne- just was ne- would have never even been a thought in my head to be like, oh, wow. That, that is it. That is what made Mahito irredeemable oh. in my eyes. He might be my favorite character. <laughs> uh, I mean, I miss I him. I mean, the Junpei thing, though, you got to admit, that's one of the funniest shits I, I've seen in a while because, I mean, the fact that he can do that, it's because he, he uh, already touched Junpei's soul. So he's yeah. still, I guess, that's how he's able to do it. But I, it, it really, I mean, I hate that I didn't catch that right away, even though I like paused and thought about it. But it also makes me think this show being at this point a little more than season and a uh, season and a half feels like it's been seven seasons yes yeah, so much has happened so much has happened and it feels like all these different arcs and stuff too it's not just when it really hasn't been that many it's crazy it just feels like it absolutely insane mahito says you are me quit snapping at everything it's just a curse as nonsense until you're willing to accept that, you can't beat me. I really like that from Mojito, too. Just straight up saying, like, you're getting mad at just nonsense, at tricks. Just complete And And now why does he say that, too? Because he wants to beat him, and him saying that would make almost make Yuji realize that, oh, yeah, he's right. Then- well, you say he wants to beat him. Does he or does he just want chaos? It's not like he's Jogo or Chozo. He's not. What is he motivated by? That that is true. He did say when he talked about I would kill Yuji if I found him first. He just wanted to absolutely torture him, like doing shit like this, and then yeah. kill him in the end. Yep. Uh, did I say until you're willing to accept that you can't beat me? Yeah, I think yeah. I said that. Itadori says that Nanami would never let himself lose to anger, so he won't either. And Mahito versus Itadori, fight. Mahito has the walls close in on them, but then Itadori turns invisible. What happened? I think he was just so fast hopping up on the ceiling is what we were made to believe. Let me see. It's right here. It's coming up. Yes, that is what he just jumps up super quick. All right. Hey, Mahito, open your eyes. You're pretty quick yourself. Um, Mahito uses a spiky hand. They're both fighting for high ground. The gross wall... Uh, starts closing in again, but Yuji breaks out of it as Mahito says, "Time for round two. We go to the calling card." Yeah, now Mahito, it's a good matchup for Itadori because he can't touch his soul. So he Mahito's kind of his like number one play is taken out. Yeah, it's purely just physical, I guess, at this point. Right. So he's got to use all like the blades and shit to try to kill him. Oh, and he'll use them because we come out of the calling card and we're right back in it. Mahito's hand becomes a gun and then there are giant feet stomping the wall. I'm going to sneeze. 
Your dog's getting to you. My dog's in the other room. And then he makes what looks to be one of the pigs from Angry Birds that hits the down button outside of an elevator. It does look... I just saw that. It actually does look like Didn't that. Didn't I nail That's that? Good, yeah. Thank you. Great job. He then makes his arms look like that one Pokemon with blades for arms. Caesar. Nope. I remember oh, the name. Do you remember? Scyther. Yes. Was it really? Scyther, yes. Let's go. What did you say first? Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was me thinking of Scyther, but saying it in a different manner. Well, and also that was the de-evolution. And also, by the way, I don't know if you know this, just saying "scissor" in a stupid accent. <laughs> I think that's kind of where I was. Oh, yeah. What was his eye? Uh, what was Caesar? Caesar. Now that I think about it, they should have used that. I mean, they should have done that for all the Pokemon. Yeah. Pikachu is. I like to get in a bolt of wrath. <laughs> Lightning bolt rat. <sighs> Caesar. What would be like? I'm trying to think of another I know, I'm one. trying to think of more too. Squirt. Squirt lay. Yeah, squirt lay, okay. Or, uh, I don't know. That's too hard. Everyone play the game. It's fun. Um, Starfish. By the way, Scyther was a cool Pokemon. No, it was a very cool one. It was one of those where every time, I mean, you obviously play, you run into them pretty quickly in the, what forest is it again? Yikes. Oh, I don't know forest. I don't know forest. It's one of those, he's tough because you you run into him fairly quickly into the game and all your Pokemon have not leveled up enough for it. Okay. And he's a problem. Mahito begins to kiss Oh, wait, sorry. They keep fighting when they come face to face. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to kiss? Mm-hmm. And then Mahito begins to kiss Itadori, but then his lips become a blade. They become a that Caesar. Was so cool. <laughs> a Caesar. Now, do you think Mahito, I could see him actually doing something like that where he just legitimately kisses, kisses a dude? Him. Yes. Well, not just a dude, but oh. Yuji. Just to mess with him. Yeah. It's kind of like if you just know somebody that's super homophobic. Yeah. You just walk up to them and just start giving them a kiss, and Smooching. they freak out. We've got that guy at work that's just right like that, so we always walk up holding hands and stuff. Yeah, we're always and doing that. Yeah, he freaks out about it. It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> Nothing weird going on here. Just two Sm- podcast yeah. co-hosts holding yeah. hands, and skipping. S- smack your ass, and we walk off. Skipping through the hallways. Yeah. Itadori dodges, sending Mahito down an elevator shaft, but he then becomes a giant mouth and shoots back up. Do we see where I was talking about the acid part yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mahito has the thought that if he makes the wrong move here, he will die, which I thought was like an interesting thing to say because at no point had I been really concerned for him at all. Yeah, I wonder if he just, some of those hits that he's taken, he's like, oh shit, if I actually let him get a good solid one in, I'm done. I guess that's what he means by that. So he says he will just attack with transfigured humans for now. And um, we then get a shot from behind Itadori as he's running around the corner where there are just two guys just hanging out. Just just two guys down here, all by them, just hanging around. Here's the thing about Yuji, he wants to save people. This yeah. entire episode, he's been thrown transfigured yeah. people yeah. at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sees these two guys, and he's like, well, I can save these two guys. Well, he loses Mahito. 
He yeah. does not see where he goes. He comes around the corner. There's just two guys. Yeah, he's about to save them. He and can he falls. finally do what his gramp says. He literally falls for this. He's still too pure. He starts to try and help uh, when a fist comes out of one of their mouths, punching Itadori. Mahito turns the other one into a sword. That was one of the coolest things I have seen and the in guy, his power. And I also love the guy who's just like, huh? <laughs> like Mahito grabs him and he goes, am I getting ready to become a sword? And then he does. Yeah, that was like the he, that guy's dream was to become a sword one day, and it finally happened. And I like how you can still see on like the uh, what is that called? The little uh, hand guard on the sword. The handle. There's Wrong. no way it's called a handle. The hand guard on a sword. I'm honest. Oh, dude! I mean, it's so cool. His mouth. It's coming out of his mouth. I wa- see. Here's the thing. I watched a lot of. Uh, See, that's not right. Do the anatomy anatomy of a sword. Anatomy, that is a great way to do it. See, I watched a bunch of uh, Forged in Fire one vacation trip. No so idea I what sh- that is. We've literally talked about it on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Ronnie and Chad. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have talked about that. Dude, I'm just having a hard time finding it right now, even after looking this up. All right, for those of you that want one of the best frames this entire episode. Give him a time code, Jack. 1908. If you look at that, you will see this sword in full. You'll see Mahito holding it, and it just looks so freaking cool. Mahito's like got the coolest. I like his power the most out of anybody, I think. I think he's able to do the coolest shit with it. Well, yeah, because it's just like going on an acid trip. Right. Like, what right, is right. his power? Well, what is it? Transfiguration. Uh, yeah. That is such a, that's always like the cool, you can do anything. Exactly. You're only limited by your own imagination, and Mahito, God, he's got a beautiful one. Imagination. SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. I'm sorry, everyone, I can't find what I'm looking for here. It's all right, I know what you mean, it's his head. I'm seeing a bunch of names. It's his face and head, and the sword comes out of his mouth. None of them are ringing a bell. But the guy is still sitting there, like it's very cool. Um, now Mahito, now he's going to start playing mind games with young Yuji. Yeah, because he hasn't been recently. He asks if he is sure if his imaginary isn't stunted. He goes, are you an idiot? And then he thinks to himself that this is the most effective tool against Itadori's mental state. Once again, like... And I mean, he's so right. Like, this is the best way to defeat Yuji. Mahito will shock you, man. One second he's talking about Jogo. He's like, oh, I'm going to go fight that guy just because I want to fight him. But then he gets in the fight and he starts thinking critically and like deep like that. He could, what was he's it? He's playing game theory. Somebody talked about, oh, it was Nanami. When he first fought him, he goes, this cursed spirit is still a child. Mm-hmm. Like growing. Like this, this thing will be an absolute monster if it continues to live pretty yeah. much. The guy will turn into a chessboard, chessboard, and then be one of the grandmasters. He's literally the guy that got accused of cheating in the chess tournament at the age of nineteen. Right? People were like, "Oh, he's got a butt plug. Yeah. It's vibrating, vibrating every time." Butt plug. Yeah, to make sure he moves this way, this way. But really, he was just—he never got caught doing. He was just super smart. Yeah, he was learning. Yeah, everyone, if you're not familiar with that, Chad is very passionate about professional chess. 
go look up the butt plug incident of the chest turning. Yeah. What year was that? Twenty Saga twenty twenty two, I believe. Wow, recent. Maybe even twenty twenty three. Very recent. Yep. Butt plug chronicles coming soon. Okay. Um. And then he my Mahito also says. Plus, we have one more card for insurance. Ah, uh, this is this is it, Ronnie. This is it. We're about to get a transfigured Nobara that he is going to fuck Yuji's mental clarity so hard. Dude, it's got it because they're really he, gonna do it, huh? You think he faced Nobara earlier? Yep, they've dropped that bomb on us, dropped that bomb on us, and he said he's got one more card up his sleeve. What else would it be? Because there's no way that she beat him, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. she was seemed pretty confident, so she had me fooled for a second. But if you really slow down and think about it, she's got a hammer and three nails. She ha- I mean, she has zero chance. All he has to do is touch her and it's over because I'm assuming I know he touched Nanami before. He was Nanami was so powerful though as a grade one that he had to do it like a couple times before he could transfigure him. There's no way he has to touch her more than once. And let me tell you, if I had the chance, I would touch her as many times as possible. High school, moving forward. Be careful over there. Tex. That's what I call you when you get weirdly horny. No, I was confused though. Josh what? Giddy over here. <laughs> no, I was confused though. Hey, giddy up, partner. The one, the one thing I was actually confused by is it. It shows Dagon just sucking up yes. all these corpses. That's what he's doing. He's <laughs> drinking a bunch of people. And Mojito is just ha- cheering him on so gleefully that it's almost cute, like how much he's cheering him on. Especially since he was just a cursed womb. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even Dagon wasn't even fully formed yet. But he splits in two there. So that was actually what kind of confused me. Um, I don't know if he meant that like one of, one half of him went to go fight Nobara right after. Well, that's how they made it seem. The way they edit this was very confusing. Let's get to it. Uh, yeah, Mahito is cheering him on. Says he already has plenty of his own humans stored up. And that let's let the kill Itadori party commence. Let's get it going. Mm-hmm. The band is back together. It was nice to see everyone again. You know, I guess yeah. Hanami obviously wasn't there, but this is the race. Mahito makes two of himself and splits up while making a wall for Jogo to run into. That's pretty good. And we saw fake Ghetto again, Brainiac as we call him. We still need to see him fight Mai Mai. Or May, not my May May, May May and Wee Wee. Mm. I want to see more of Fate Ghetto. He's supposed to be this. Why? Genius. Why do you care about seeing May May fight Wee Wee? Well, I I want to see this because. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to see more Brainiac. He's such a mysterious uh, figure. When that happens, I'm going to cry, cry. If they don't die, die. You will probably say bye bye to this podcast <laughs> after. <laughs> Woo! They're on fire. That shit was fi-fi. All right, this is the race. Uh, sorry, I already said that. He then runs into Nobara in an alleyway. She asks if he is the special great curse that has been messing with their idiot. 
Yep. Hey, girl, tone it back a little bit. You're by yourself. Did Nanami not tell you to stay in that room? Why are you here? Now she does absolutely wreck him right here with a comeback. Okay. She takes out her hammer. Hammer. She's been warned about Mahito. Sends some nails his way. I might not have her comeback. Do you have it? Yeah, her comeback. He goes, oh, so I am famous around here. She goes, yeah, you're famous for running away like a coward. Okay. Get wrecked. Because, hey, that's what he did. I'll Got him. I won't forget it. Nanami versus Yuji. Or not Nanami versus Yuji. Nanami Yuji versus Mahito. What did he do? He ballooned up. No, he turned first off, he turned into a four-year-old child, ran away. Then he ballooned up like he was fucking uh cell from Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. He was about to explode the earth. And then ballooned out into a sewer pipe. He sure did. I remember it. So dumb. He looks like the uh the white and blue version of the airhead logo. He did, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing. He looked like the big dude that eats a lot in Hunter Hunter, episode like ten. Hunter exam. I can't remember that one exactly. Gluttonous that guy. was my favorite Hunter Hunter uh, era. The Hunter exams. Yep. She uses hairpin embedding them into his head, but he says, "Ha, that won't work on me." And then he devises a plan to kill her and drag her body before Yuji to break his soul. End of episode. End of episode. That's, you know, the reason why I say uh, that's probably the card he's going to pull is because he does have one card left. And he does say this right here. So he defeats her. Yeah. I'm calling it. He's going to have her corpse. He is going to do <laughs> some of the sickest shit in front of Yuji. <sighs> And I don't know what Yuji's going to do because that would be the final straw to actually have someone his age that's in his class turned into. You know, we already saw what happened, when, what happened with Junpei. If it happens with Nobara, Ugh. I Yuji might not make it back from that. He might not. What does that mean? He might be so frantically... He just like willingly gives Sukuna control and... Possibly, possibly. <laughs> actually, actually, that's a good point. He might actually do that. Yeah, just be like forget it. I'm out. Yeah, Fuck this shit. I'm out. Or he's just frantically trying to fight. He's so frantic that Mahito just kicks his ass because it's when you bring too much emotion in, it's just pointless to even fight. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's always so many pieces. Can he get help in any way? Everyone seems so spread out, and the every- only the only person to help him would be, I mean, Panda and that one guy weren't that far off. I feel like they would be the closest. Okay, Fushi is out for the count. Yeah, getting healed. Shoko Sh- saved him. Shoko and the principal are five miles outside the yep. perimeter, smoking filthy ciggies. And hopefully, I guess, taking care of Megumi. Who else do we have? Maki and Nabito are done. They're crisped up. Huh. I can't yeah. even think of anybody else besides Mei Mei and Wee Wee, who are probably dying at the moment. We're doomed! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That is gonna, <sighs> that's going to be rough. That is going to be rough. But the fact that they like played it, the fact that they showed their hand... 
makes me wonder, is it truly going to be as bad as it is, or is there going to be another aspect to it? Well, here's the thing. If he did transfigure her, she's dead. Like, that has been well established that when he does that to somebody, they, they don't come back at all. No, I know. Which is why I'm just wondering. Like, it almost seems like they played their hand like this instead of just doing the flashback, you know, after, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes down. We'll obviously talk about it. Yeah. Um, very, God, this thing just keeps on going. Now would, we're you, in these part- would you be upset if she was still alive? Yes. This one to me feels like they're just saying it right into our face that th- this is about to happen to Yuji. I feel like the, I think the whole purpose of all this is to torture Yuji. After what we just saw anatomy, I feel like this is really going to happen. Which is so mean, you know, he didn't do anything really. I mean, he's a simple-minded guy. Sukuna and Mahito. Dude, I just thought of this. Sukuna's mouth will form out of Yuji's arm and start laughing his ass off at this. (laughs) Remember when he did that that one time? He did it one time with Mahito. They just both started laughing. Yeah, but he also hates Mahito now. Yeah, but he might. uh, He could share a laugh with something like this. Okay, (laughs) Share share a laugh with an enemy. Yeah. I mean, we laugh a lot together, and you're my cohort, so I mm-hmm. guess so. All right, we'll come on back. We'll uh, be here to cover it. Check out our Vinland Saga coverage. We're having a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I mean, Chad tells me we are in it now, and we are. Oh my gosh, I can feel it. We're balls deep in there. We are in it, and uh, check out the Patreon. We're getting ready to record a Learn a Little Something with Ronnie and Chad right now, where we've got all sorts of fun topics to talk about. You'll learn. Let me let me just read off our topics so you can really get a taste of what the Patreon's all yeah. about. You think it's just some some normal? Oh wow, that's exactly what we needed. Just two guys thinking they're interesting on yeah. microphones. No, we talk about the important things such as cold feet, Chad's butt clot, deer on the side of the road, phone features. Uh, nothing more beta than having to use something to fall asleep and jive turkey. Check. Come on over. Come on. Check we'll be out. waiting for you. Five bucks a month. You get so much content. Oh my gosh, it's so unbelievable. We've had we have like eighty seven episodes. Yep. We'll talk to you over there. I've been yeah, Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.